Hi, I'm Yogi Yogi Doki, and this is my farm. Coco doodly doodly doo wop. <laughs> nice pose, Rasta. Morning, Hal. Now, nice hat. Yeah, man. You can milk Sister Moo Cow for all the information. Yogi Yogi Doki is my name. A healthy mind and body is my game. I live out on the farm, do yoga in a barn. I was through the goose out in the rain. Come play yoga with me now. With how now the big moo cow. Let me and Rasta show you how. It's time for EIEI yoga now. Wow, do you feel that wind? Every time I feel a wind like this, it reminds me of something very, very important. It reminds me to breathe. I think you all know what breathing is. Remember to breathe. Remember to breathe. Remember to breathe. Don't forget to breathe, little yogis. Ah. Are you breathing, Christian? It's in a beauty called California. White magnolia. Tonight's top story. Cows given VR headsets as part of experiment to increase milk production in Russia. Let's get to it. Randy, your thoughts. Um, Kurt, I like it. I'm a big fan of VR um, for cows. You know, they um, they have a lot to experience out there. The whole different realms of consciousness that we can't possibly begin to explain. I think it's all correlated to milk production. What do you think? So you're a fan? Yeah. You're aware? I, I have no idea. I, what, what's actually happening, though? They're putting headsets yeah, on they're putting. Here? It's hilarious. They have pictures and everything. So I got an article here. <laughs> okay. And in Russia, of course, in Russia, yeah, they're putting on VR. They're strapping VR headsets around cows. And it's, it's supposed to cause an increase in the overall emotional mood of the herd. Mm. Um, yeah, all these cows are walking around blind i guess they're in their own little world um <laughs> i'm not sure what they have playing on the vr uh oh it's yeah. a simulation of a summer field is what it's got on there <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's very nice like it i don't know just they only show a picture of one cow but all i this is the future of milk production people and russia is is streets ahead of usa and canada in this regard mm. Yes, we're um, on got, the show on Patio Lanterns. We're very, very fascinated by milk production, and in, in general, yes. uh, <laughs> we are. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's lots of, there's lots of possibilities out there for in the milk world. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's something else. I mean, whatever you can do to get the best milk, uh, the quickest, the most efficient way to get the mm-hmm. best milk, and and make sure the cows are taken care of. They're having a good time. They don't know They're the difference. They're having a good time. You know, but are the cows living some kind of dystopian, perverse life? Um, yeah, it's very like there's comprehend. gonna be a 
Yeah, there's gonna be a movie, an animated movie about a cow black that realizes it's stuff. wearing a VR headset. Yeah, and then it starts knocking all the other VR headsets off the cows, and he like he takes off his headset and he looks around. It's a wasteland. He's in a barren apocalyptic. Russia. Yeah, it's apocalyptic. All of his cows are are dying. They're all dying. Very depressing movie oh, and yeah. overall theme. Um, I don't see how it can be good. You know, I don't see how yeah. someone's going to take it. So movie that's what Russia's doing. Like, it's going to be good. Okay. Huh. Yeah. That's, Let's, uh, um, that's something else. Yeah, I thought I wonder that was if very... I, uh, if I wrestled the, you know, the exotic mammal milking, if we, we wrestled them and then put on a VR headset to calm them down a bit, and then we milked them, maybe we could get some higher quality stuff. Well, I don't... What what kind of animals are you milking? Oh, you know the usual platypus, rhino, uh, hippo. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. In that case, yeah, because you talked about um, milking um, exotic species, didn't you? Wasn't that oh, one yes, of your yeah. ideas? So in That's that case, been, yeah, yeah, that would help. This could potentially help. Mm-hmm. Um, it could actually be a bad sign. It could be bad for for poaching. Um, yes, it could be bad for trophy hunting. It, you know. This is a whole yeah. new level. That's Let's just brought. plug him into the matrix, eh? Um, but Kurt, what do you think of what we talked about this the the cellular agriculture where they they can grow meat in a lab? Have I talked to you about this? Um, I don't think so. Okay, so it's coming. It's coming around the corner. I'd say in the next ten years, we're probably going to be seeing um, some big progress made here in the field of cellular agriculture. And for those of you who don't know what that is. Basically, they they take a a group of cells, say from uh, from a cow. You know, say they want to grow up a nice steak. Then they get these cells. They're gonna put them into this. Yeah, that you're talking about cell phones matrix. Oh no, like uh, animal cells, like microscopic little cells. And then we're gonna we're gonna grow them up into uh, ground ground beef, essentially. We're gonna insert like whatever you whatever you want and. So that way, they're not going to kill any animals. They're not going to subject any to like the farm factory farming system. But then, hopefully, they'll be able to produce like uh, meat products on scale, essentially for. And there, the whole thing is cruelty-free meat and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we'll be seeing that. Um, I think yeah, within the next decade, we'll be seeing that. There's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. You Burger know, that, King uh, coming out with their cellular. Burger uh, yeah. within probably nine years, I would say. They're going to be think, ahead of the I curve. I think we've talked about this. We, we had an episode about uh, how like, would, you, would you eat your own cells, like your own like Kurt Burger. Did we remember talking about that? Oh, what was it? The Kurt so, like, Burger. The idea is that like, if I could take any cell and grow up the meat and eat it, yeah. would, you, would you eat your own meat? No, it's like cannibalism. Yeah, yeah, it's a little. Wait, wacky. did you say beet? No meat. Your own? Would you eat your own meat? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I do. I don't know. Maybe I. Ch- I have no idea what I said back then. Mm. But I would say no now. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a little. Sh- that's a little short sighted, like- Kurt. But uh, think how <laughs> just be hilarious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just like having people over to your house and like, oh, what's on the menu tonight, Ryan? Oh, I got a treat for you guys. It's just, uh, it's like a, just a burger. It's like a regular burger, but it's it's me. 
It's my sauce. Boy, you guys are in for a treat tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be messed up. I mean, uh, you know, I'll probably come around on the idea. Okay. I it, it just give me some time, and I'll probably come around like on a mm. lot of things. So yeah. I'll say no now, but give it a couple years. I'm going to uh, be just just eager to eat my meat. That's right, and Chris. serve it um, to my friends and family as well. Yeah, I'd, you know, I think Pass me uh, around. I'm not going to hesitate in saying that I'd eat your meat. Right. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear that. Just your meat, though. I'm not, I'm not going to eat any just anybody's meat out there uh, for all you listeners. Yeah, is it? Um, so you're more you're more inclined to eat uh, someone's meat from that from someone that you know. Yeah, rather I'd than rather a stranger. Eat, I'd rather eat someone's meat than I know, that's for sure. I don't think I'd be eating a stranger's meat um, anytime soon. Unless it was, you know, maybe it was a famous person's meat. Um, you know, I'd get in there. Just like a famous person's milk. Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben, ben Affleck milk. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, your own meat burgers are coming to a store near you anytime soon mm. there. Ryan, um, let's quickly do some housekeeping here. So, it's coming up to the end of November, Movember. Um, yes. Last week, we pushed for everyone to donate on our behalfs to uh, to Jake Carey. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's growing a mean mustache uh, in support Great of time. men's health. And uh, I think our push worked because uh, since last week, his uh, overall fund has jumped dramatically. So um, oh, everyone it went from like fifty dollars to five hundred ninety-five dollars within a week. Yeah, within a week, then seven Incredible. days even. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep it up. He's almost at his goal of I think seven hundred fifty dollars. It says here, and yep. um, a few days left. So. Um, just go to mobro.co slash 139900077 and donate. Give away your money for a yes. good cause, of course. Yes. Excellent. How's your um, how's the old stash coming there? Uh just I got a mirror right here. It looks uh, looks pretty good. I've been uh, I've done a little bit of trimming here and there once it starts uh, getting down over my lips and stuff. Yes. Um uh, it looks it looks okay. Like some people are poking fun at me, but um, I think they're just jealous. Um, yeah, especially yeah. the women. Oh yeah, for sure. I've gotten uh, gotten actually a lot of compliments from work at the women. This one, uh, right? This, when I say work at the women, women at work, um, they were saying like I didn't even recognize <laughs> okay. you. One of them said I didn't even recognize you. I just, I, <laughs> like a disguise. I'm just like a whole different man here. I get the whole you know like. Uh, you know, Superman just kind of covers up his eyes and people can't recognize him. I put a mustache on and people are like, who's that? What's, like, what's going on? Here? Even though you've been growing it like before, yeah. like steadily like it's not, over it's not like 27 days. Everything off. It's not it's, like it, you no. just put a slap it on overnight either. Yeah, it's been it's been going. Um, yeah. That's, no, it's that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that. with this year's mustache. Um, mm. Next year, I actually, I think... I have a good, really good feeling about next year. Like next year, 
is the year that I kind of break the break the boundary between a boy's stash and a man's mm. stash. I think that, I'm really like, gonna. I'm jealous that you got the bars going in though. Like you could connect from. Oh, the, I don't really have it now. Oh, you I, can. yeah. You can if you want. Right. Yeah. It kind of grows that way. Mm. I've been waiting for five years for that to come in. Still, yeah, still you'd, nothing there. You'd really pull off the bars if you had them. Oh, yeah. Big OT season over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of got this, like, blonde, oh, is it blonde, peppery kind of mustache going on here. I'm not really sure where that came from. Yeah, why is it blonde? It's, like, distinctly different color than my eyebrows. Uh, you were blonde as a boy, weren't you? As a young boy, no, like when uh, you were four, no, no, definitely not. Always three, uh, no, never. What about when you were just born? Yeah, was born. Um, yep, dark hair. Um, okay, yeah. that is odd. Then that's very yeah. odd. Yep, I'm an odd duck. <laughs> hey, I'm Kurt. I have. Uh, uh, I I asked you this before, but um. <laughs> When do you, how sick do you have to be to take a sick day here? Did you ask What's me this your, before? I asked you this on, on Facebook Messenger about an oh. hour prior. Oh. Just so you can collect your thoughts. Right. Mm, what do you, how sick do you have to be to, you know, to call on You're talking about morning? me personally? Yeah, you personally. Or, oh, me personally, just me. Yeah. In a yeah. vacuum. Mm-hmm. Uh, how sick do I have to be? Um, I have to be pretty sick. Or, like, just for whatever reason, I just want a day off. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I can't remember. I haven't taken a sick day in the last... Um, well, I don't know if I've taken a sick day since I started working. Like, so wow. Might be several system. years or five years or something. That's um, incredible. I have been sick. I have been sick. I have been that guy... S- spreading germs around the office absolutely oh, <laughs> um uh, there especially this year this year i got it real bad in may in may i got i got the flu out of nowhere mm. out of the blue and um it must have been with the house or something i moved into this this house that's still we're getting evicted any any day now and um moved in in may and almost immediately uh, something in the house crept into me and um, I was sick, like very sick for like two weeks. I was, it was like the sickest I had remember feeling and like in forever. I felt like just absolute crap. I had this horrible cough, sore throat, you name it. And you know, I had work, I had work to do. I had to get the job done. So I just, <laughs> I, I went in there, tried to quarantine myself, take care of myself the best I could get to bed early, sleep in as much as I could, blah, blah, blah. But I still went to work. And, uh, yeah, it was shit. It was shitty. I'm not going to lie. I I wish I didn't almost. Um, and, I, you know, in that case, I probably should have. I probably just should have stayed home in that case. But uh, most of the time, it's just like it's got to be pretty bad to, yeah. to get I mean, me to take a sick day. There's something great about just not giving a shit about your coworkers and just right. going in. Like, mm-hmm. you know you're going to be miserable either way. You know? Yeah. So, yeah I'm already right. sick. Like, I don't give a shit about it. You, you all you sense of bitches are going down with me <laughs> yeah. kind of yeah, mentality. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do kind of feel bad. And especially because I was like uh, coughing like 
I was out of control coughing like for oh. two or three of the days, yeah. and they're like brutal, loud. Uh, like I was losing, I couldn't catch my breath. Like it was like <laughs> just, just very calm. disruptive, like yeah. throughout the whole office. And there were times when I felt a like cough attack coming on, and I would go to the bathroom, private bathroom, and I would go and just do my cough in there, just because I felt bad after coughing all day, like. <laughs> Um, people are on the phone, you know, they're making deals They're, you know, they're the hardwoods flying out the door and I'm, oh, yeah, I'm in there being loud and sick and getting everyone sick. So, um, yeah, I probably shouldn't have gone to work, but, um, that would have been like, to be honest, I probably should have just stayed home for like, like a whole five days or longer. That was, it was really bad this year. But other than that, like, I don't usually get too bad. I just get the sniffles a little here and there. And, um, and I just... I don't, I just, I have a hard time taking a sick day and I, it's kind of the mentality that's kind of been beaten into us, at least over in North America where you just don't take sick days until, unless you're um, dead. Yeah. Unless you're dead. Right. Like, mm-hmm. or you like the whole mentality is you can't afford to like, there's too much work to do, blah, blah, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't as often as I should because I never do. Yeah. How's that I mean, for an answer? That's a great answer. Uh, and like when you look at your coworkers, is there is there a point where you'd ever say something to another coworker? Like if you saw you when you were sick and they were sitting next to you, would you? When would you say something? <laughs> like, buddy, like get your ass home. No, that's that Never? wouldn't be or me. It's always it's always their call. Yeah, it's usually always their call. There are some times where you know somebody's sneezing in my ear coughing in my face and i've got all this phlegm on my cheeks oh, and i'm God. like yeah you know like oh, guys, uh, maybe take a lap here um no a lot of my coworkers probably do have this over the years have had the same they don't same mentality as as me and and they, they don't take sick days usually there are there have been a few but i would mm-hmm. say majority of people uh do not take those sick days when they probably should and you can kind of uh, sense it when they are sniffling or coughing or whatever, or they just look like complete dog shit. Um, but I, I wouldn't say anything unless it was really. It would have to be real. They'd have to look really bad, like they're having a stroke, or mm. um, or they're just really pissing me off and like, or being really, really gross. Like in particular to me, yeah. for me to actually say, just get out of here, just go home. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you think? That sounds about right. Yeah. Very level-headed uh, response there. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, uh, phew, yeah. I don't think like for me when I get sick, it's either like nothing or it's balls to the walls. Like I'm talking, right. I'm talking swine flu. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm talking. Uh, what was the last? Chicken pox. Chicken pox. Measles. Measles. Um, uh, scurvy. Scurvy. Yeah. This isn't your average cold here, folks. <laughs> Uh, what was that? Hemorrhagic E. coli, yeah. you know? Um, you know, these things aren't fun. So, you know, if I'm sick, rest assured, it's uh, it's something it's just serious. Terrible. Yeah, it's got life-threatening. Foreign. Mm, foreign. Dengue fever. Usually when something comes probably. off the boat from another country, you're mm. the first one to catch it. Like, it's drawn to you. Like, this foreign oh, it disease is. It or is, something yeah. that's been brought over by an animal, insect person. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't it's, disagree uh, with that. Um, a lot going on with the old immune system here. 
just attracts attracts all these different things. I'm just maybe because I'm out there looking and like I'm in different places than everyone else, you know. I think that might have something to do with it. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm not usually like I'm 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 the guy who's like kind of like digging around where he shouldn't maybe or you know like I'm I'm moving stuff around. I'm talking to NASA Dave out there. You know, like God knows where he's been, and you know, shaking hands, having a good time, and you know that kind of lifestyle. Just uh, a lot of risks. Yeah, you really like to get out there, get your hands dirty, your feet wet. Yep, that's right, Kurt. Okay, let's. Okay, yeah, we got that. You know, I did. Um, we did. I did yoga for the first two times ever. Um, hey, I did it for the first time. Uh, two weekends ago, and I did it for the second time just on Saturday this past weekend. And, uh, you know, always was interested in doing it, trying it out. Took me a while. Finally just did regular yoga, not hot yoga. I like to do that. I'd like to do hot yoga. I'd like to get sweaty. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I've tried it. I've gotten real sweaty. Did you pass out? No. No, but, like, my the whole mat is just covered in sweat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I just yeah I want to fill the room with sweat and moisture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But no, That's I just did regular yoga and very interesting, very interesting. Um, everything about it, it was a complete change up mentally, physically. You know, I was I am so not flexible. I am I can I was struggling to bend over and uh, I was struggling to stand up. I was struggling to turn my head left, right, up, down. It was it was mm-hmm. tough. Um, so it was good in that way because it was a little bit of training, a little bit of practice, getting a little bit more flexible there. So some of the exercises, some of those moves, those downward dogs and coyote oh, uglies, yes, yes. Um, the rooster. I mean, peacocking. yeah, when you give them the old coyote ugly, there's nothing better because uh, you gotta kind of you gotta mix it up from the usual uh, the weightlifting that you're always doing. You oh, know? oh yeah. Because you just your muscles are just getting huge, but uh, yeah, you gotta stretch. They're them getting out. too big, no room to grow. Oh. And uh, by yoga, like the one thing, okay, yoga, like, is it just me or is it almost like uh, it's almost like uh, going to church or going to a, a cult meeting? In a way. Oh man, there's some real, there's a real spectrum out there. Like some of them I've been to. Yeah. And it's great. It's like person just like comes up, right? Kind of like follow along with the routine I'm doing here. You know, there's some music in the background, whatever. You know, you have a good time, you get out of there. There's other ones I've gone to and there's, you know, there's gongs. There's, really? There's like incense, incense flowing around, different scents. Um, there's like, there, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot happening. There's a, yeah, there's a real spectrum out there. You, you got to pick the right one for sure. What like what kind of one did you end up at? I mean, it was just in like a studio room at a gym, and it wasn't like they didn't have any gongs or like Asian monks or anything or um, anyone in pouring out like Kool Aid for everyone to drink or anything like that. So I didn't yeah. have to worry about that, but they had a nice, it was two different instructors, same place each time, but two different instructors. First one just played, uh, I think they were more like, oh, la, 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 kind of music. And the second one uh, maybe was a bit more like, uh, more like, a, like, a, like the forest is waking up type music. 
Oh, and, uh, very nice. Birds are chirping. Butterflies yeah. are doing butterfly things. Hmm. Um, but it was really like I was. It's like yeah, okay, like it's the calm, like the calm, like sensual, like voice. Uh, everyone now. Very sensual. Uh, listen, listen to me. Uh, listen to your body. Listen to your heartbeat. <laughs> Look within. Deep breath. Exhale. That kind of stuff. That kind of talk is ongoing yeah. throughout the whole thing, which is fine. It's great. It's relaxing. I am, I am having a ball. And then at the end, it's like, I don't know. It starts getting like weird. Sometimes, like especially my second session, it was getting weirder and weirder. By the end, it was like everyone like praise the sun and uh, <laughs> you know like bless uh, the children of Jupiter for uh, allowing us this life on this beautiful planet and uh, namaste um, blah 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 and it was kind of like that like it, it kind of mm. just went it kind of veered you kinda, left you kind of go along almost. with it too you're kind of like ah yes my child yeah I mean, they kind of they, they butter you up throughout the whole yeah. <laughs> the whole you workout and then they start dropping it heavier and heavier as you yeah. go on and to be honest if somebody were handing out kool-aid at the end of the last five minutes there's a, probably a good chance i would have just drank it that's all yeah. you're intoxicated by the, mm. the the sound, the music, the instructor's uh, voice, Central calming voice. voice. Yes, uh, all the movements. Um, they have you like sometimes they have you in a cool down at the end, so you're just you're just like sleeping basically. You can sleep if you can fall asleep fast enough. Uh, you can lie down. You're in the fetal position, uh, anything like that. And somebody tells me to go and. I don't know, take my pants off and walk around outside. I, it's almost like mind control, you know? I'm mm. under the influence of yoga. <laughs> now, Kurt, go into Ugly Coyote and take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, overall, you know, I'm, I'm a little unsure about some of that, but would do again. Can't wait. Have you ever tried uh, meditation? Um, kind of on my own a little bit. Okay. But okay. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't really go very well. I have a hard time, like, uh, relaxing my mind. I'm a very smart guy. Mm-hmm. There you are. That a lot you are. There's a lot, There's a lot, There's a lot happening there. <laughs> Always moving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you, what, what's your experience with meditation? Oh, dude, every day. Um, at least 10 minutes. Really? I try to try to do an hour on weekends. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, what do you do? Sit there? Um, yeah, just sit there. Uh, I do a Vipassana meditation. It's kind of just called mindfulness. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of sit there and you're not really trying to achieve any, any particular state or do anything. You just kind of just watch your your thoughts and feelings and emotions come and go. You can do that for for 10 minutes or so. Right. It's nice. Yeah, it's a good way to start the day and I think it makes me a better person. I mean, I 
I, I try and get into that kind of mindset when I hit the steam room in the morning. I try and get all steamy in there and kind of just, you know, relax and set my, set my, let my mind ease itself and breathe it in, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't really have any real experience with meditation. And I've tried before by myself, uh, like, there's some apps on the, that you can get on your phone and stuff. Oh, and yeah. I tried yeah, before bed to try and fall asleep, and uh, it didn't really work either. Um, you know, I've heard, like, there is, if you if you become really in control of yourself and your mind and, and in meditation, like, we're talking about... Um, being able to have um, lucid what dreams. are those dreams called? Yeah, lucid, lucid dreams. dreams. Yeah, yeah uh, that's I, one I, I thing. That. Uh-huh. You do that? Uh, not every night, but like if I meditate before bed, or it's like it'll happen. Okay, so here's here's the sitch. So you you have a you're kind of asleep and you wake up. I don't know. Say you you want to wake up around seven, but you wake up around six, and you kind of look at the clock Fuck, and you're like, ah shit, you're like I got another forty minutes. That's the kind of, that's the that's when the lucid dreams happen for me, because you kind of it's like right before you're gonna wake up, you're kind of you don't go into like a real deep sleep, but it's like I don't know you're still asleep, mm-hmm. and that's when that's when the fun happens, for me at least. And that's when the fun uh, begins. Oh yeah. So will you just it's fly great. around, or do you just go to like, what do you do? You just... Yeah, I, sometimes fly. Sometimes <laughs> I fly around. Do you ever come uh, see me? No, maybe I will next time. <laughs> okay, yeah. really sweet, especially yeah, when we're lucid dreaming at the same time, <laughs> dude. Yeah, um, that would be cool. That'd be real cool. Yeah, try that. Aim for Kalina next time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm flying over to Kalina here. It's like I have a weird process. I like pretend like I'm like the ground is a trampoline, and I slowly start jumping. And then like, and then I just take off, and then I'm just like, and then I'm flying around, and that's when I know I'm I got it going on. It's a weird. Can you uh, get? It's a weird thing. Can you get an instant erection? No. Because <laughs> isn't that a thing? Like for. Uh, like you, if you master meditation, who, who, <laughs> is this some kind of like uh, American Pie bullshit here? What? No, I I've heard that. Like you master meditation, you become fully right. in control. I'm gonna control. Google this, and Google's Google's not gonna like it. But I'm gonna you Google. Saw, um, can you get an instant hard one from <laughs> meditation? Let's see what Google has to say here. <laughs> Can meditation is... cure erectile dysfunction? No, that's not it. Uh, is mindfulness making us ill? That's not it either. I don't think Google wants to tell me the truth here. None of this is none of this is about getting a hard one. Hmm. Uh, here we go. How to get an erection on command, Cora. Uh, Core is gonna have some quality <laughs> instructions here for sure. Um, consume lots of zinc. Zinc. Do sunbow pose every day. 
Um, I heard something like you have to get thirty seconds of sunshine up your up your butthole. Yeah, we were, we were, yeah, I was gonna get to that. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I guess that is related. That's a good transition here. Um, mm. I'm pre- anyways. I'm pretty sure, like, if you master meditation and all that, you could you could get an instant. You could get a boner on command, for example. And okay. uh, that's oh. just like it's. I'll, you just I'll try become and work fully that, in command of your body, and um, yes. but you mentioned um, sun tanning. Um, your oh, before before we get the, to the butthole, um, anyone looking for a meditation app, recommend uh, the Waking Up app by Sam Harris. Uh, quality stuff. Um, not very. There's some some apps are kind of loosey goosey, lovey dovey. Stuff's pretty straightforward. Big fan. Is that Sam um, that we went to school with? Uh, so no. like Sam Wino or just a random oh, person? Different. No, there's Sam Harris. Yeah, yeah, he's a okay. he's like a I was, neuroscientist. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Cool. Back to the butthole. Oh. Mm. Do you know the song uh, "Wicked Game"? No. No. Oh, yes. Yes. I that do. song. That yeah. is a good song. I was like uh, jamming. Just before this episode, before you came on, yeah, and while you're having mm. some technical difficulties, and good song, people, everyone, check out Wicked Game, Chris, Isaac, and uh, you've you've all definitely heard this. It's everywhere, but it's oh yeah, uh, goes like that. But let's get to the. This was a big story for us. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually called. Am I pronouncing this wrong? Print. Perineum sunning, and basically, it's it's sunlight on your butthole, and um, mm. so I shared this with Ryan earlier because I saw it. I saw it on Twitter, and um, very interesting, very patio lanterns type of topic. And you know, we want to reach out to our fans, our listeners. Is this something that? you all do is this something that we should be doing experiences whatever so basically um metaphysical megan here um big into the perineum sunning and basically every day um she's talking about um 30 seconds of sun there's well i mean first of all on a photo and she's in the desert she must live in a desert like climate mm. maybe yeah it looks I'm like thinking, uh soyuz you think it's can you think it's bc canada With, yeah like, it looks like it looks like a soyuz in the background here i was because i was i automatically assume like united states but i guess why not it could be a mm. soyuz it definitely looks like a soyuz so just south of where i am at um probably in the summertime and anyways she is on her back um on a rock a large rock legs up in the air completely nude just basking in sunlight and yes. apparently apparently 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole is the equivalent of a full day of sunlight with your clothes on so um people like going to tanning beds or spray on tans or anything to get that vitamin d <laughs> just yeah, you just need I mean, that's very efficient butthole. use of your time. 30 seconds. Um, it's got to feel good. 
I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna burn it in that time, right? Me- Megan says that. it feels great. She says surges of energy almost immediately. It's like energy rising through your body. That's those are my words at the end there. Wow. Um, she says better sleep, better connection to my, and this is where this is how we got here. But better connection to my sexual energy and control of my life force. So that's why Randy was saying talking about that when i was bringing up instant boners is you know you have better control of your life force and better connection to your sexual energy when you're doing this Mm -hmm. butt tanning um a perineum sunning yeah right i sorry i use um i use a more slang type um Mm. of phrasing because it's i i don't know what that means i don't know what perineum sunning is is perineum what is perineum is that another uh, word? Perineum for... is the area between the anus and the uh, scrotum or vulva. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't know that, but that's um that's that explains that. Anyways, she's got all sorts of posts here, metaphysical Megan, and hopefully she doesn't mind us shouting her out. Um but give her a follow, folks. Yeah, she give her a follow on Instagram. Um she's actually got quite a few. She's got more than patio lanterns, and she's She's got a lot of posts. She's, it's something obviously she's very passionate about. And I'm not sure. I'm wondering if there's other Instagrammers out there that are doing the same thing. And that's why I ask you, Lantern Knights, is this something you're doing already? Is this something that Ryan and I should be um, kind of implementing into our daily routines? Maybe maybe before meditation, maybe after meditation. I'm not sure which is, uh, which is more efficient. We'll have more to experiment. Efficient. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's I really like the part of this post that says this is an ancient Taoist practice that's been around for a while. So if it's if it's ancient, <laughs> then it's not because she's fucking weird. <laughs> Look at this lady. Oh god, yeah, she's just on a rock. Just oh, this is yeah, it's a lot to take in. <laughs> uh, um, I guess you can't knock it till I try it, though. I mean. Exactly. Time, I mean, she says she she knows she triggers the fuck out of people. She says, and she said, just stop caring about what other people are saying. Um, she's fully on it. She's fully into the what do we call it? The perineum. The metaphysical um, tanning. Oh, the and, perineum. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So she's she's into it oh, it looks like she's got a youtube too if you want to check that out if you're more you know what's funny um, about uh about time. that kurt is that a friend of the show jake carey also sent me the exact same picture like three hours after you how like how did you find this how did you find this thing um i just saw it scrolling through twitter it just uh, happened to show up and because somebody else was like oh like look at this and I was like, huh, what's this? And I was like, oh, yeah, this is, is, this is something that interested? this is interesting. This is something that that Ryan might find interesting as well. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure You're about Jake, right though. Uh, he probably got off Twitter, too. Probably the same person right. you guys follow. Probably. Yeah. Wild. Wild stuff, man. Perineum suntanning. Try it out. Report back. <sighs> okay, guys. Um Let's go talk some hockey. It's been a heck Yeah, I was going to say it's been it's been a wild few weeks here. Obviously, you all missed our gigantic discussion on Don Cherry in the oh, lost episode yes. 2. Let me be clear. 
the lost episode one way back from last spring or summer i don't even know when now it was so long ago that one is coming out very soon that one is absolutely coming out yeah we it's lost but it's not that lost it's lost and found kind of thing Mm -hmm. um the lost episode two people because there's been confusion separate thing just happened a couple weeks ago this one's lost for good this one is not this one's gone erased off the face of the earth Oh. You're never going to hear it. You the only you have last episode re, we recapped what happened in the last episode, and that's as close as you're ever going to get to the last mm-hmm. episode too. Mm-hmm. That's it. So folks. hope that hope that clears it up, people. But so you missed the Don Cherry talk. He got canned. He got shit canned um, for for his words, his 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 words, his his you people kind of comments on Hockey Night in Canada. Then next up. Mike Babcock gets fired. Team's underperforming. Okay. Then, lots of stuff has been happening. Ever since Babcock got fired, lots of stuff's been happening. People are starting, the dirt's starting to come out here. Um, The media, the players, they're getting a little more courageous here. Um, It leaks that, uh, you know, Babcock, he had a rookie. He had a rookie a couple years ago. Um, He forced him to name or rank all the players from hardest working to least uh, to least hardest working on the team, and uh, the player was Mitch Marner, um, pretty pretty good player for the Toronto Maple Leafs if you know hockey, and uh, basically demanded that he rank these players, and then he took his list and called up the player, told the players on the bottom of the list that uh, Mitch had ranked them at the bottom of the list. <laughs> trying to <laughs> cause some tension, trying to stir some shit up. Yeah. Anyways, nobody was really happy. Uh, I think everyone was okay. They, they kind of the players themselves kind of figured it out amongst each other. But they, I think they were all pretty pissed off at the coach Mike Babcock, and mm-hmm. so that kind of stuff came out. Um, other than that, then you've had more people uh, that have been around the game speaking up about what an asshole uh, Mike Babcock is, and I've heard, I've heard that before that he's he's hard, yeah. he's an asshole. I and talked stuff, to but... this, this random guy on a plane I sat next to. Um, he used to he, he had Babcock as a coach, and he said he was a prick. I hated him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it was just a guy on a plane I talked to for like ten minutes. You know. When was this? Uh three years ago. Okay. Yeah, no, that that adds up, and I've, I've definitely heard that a lot. Um, one former hockey player, uh, Mike Commodore, for years has been very vocal about his hatred for Mike Babcock. He's very, it's hilarious. He goes on crazy rants. Um, anyways, um, people were pissed off at Babcock after this. Um, all of a sudden, they were kind of saying, thank you, Babcock, and then all of a sudden, they were all like, fuck you, Babcock. Like, <laughs> Their dick kind of thing, and yeah. and other people were coming out. Other players that had played for him and stuff were coming out and saying like, "Oh yeah, like this, he was a total dick, or he used to do this all the time, or or whatever." Um, you know, he benched. Uh, I remember he he didn't play Mike Modano. I think it was was it Modano yes. or yeah, it I think Modano. it was Modano, and he was just one game short of fifteen hundred NHL games, and he benched him for the last i don't know 10 games of the season or whatever and then so he never got that milestone <laughs> stuff like that he they acquired jason spezza this summer the leafs did and they were playing the ottawa senators in the home opener and 
he benches Jason Spezza, doesn't play him in his home op- in the home opener or or in Ottawa, I think it was against his old team where he spent several years there. Uh, it meant a lot to him. I think he even bought tickets for friends and family to come watch him, and he, he didn't play him. Uh, just stuff like just little shit like that, and then. Other little things are coming out. All of a sudden, that, everyone's pissed off at Babcock. Then, a couple a player comes out. Um, Akim, uh, I might, I'm probably mispronouncing this, pronouncing this, but Akim Alu, um, he came out on Twitter and he's like, you know, it doesn't surprise me, blah blah. Uh, and then he talks about the apple that doesn't fall far from the from the tree, referring to uh, Bill Peters, who's the. Uh, uh, coach or kind of current coach of the Calgary Flames and talking about his time uh, with them. And this is his quote. He says, uh, he says the TSN, he says, he walked in before a morning pregame skate and said, Hey, Akeem, I'm sick of you playing that N word shit. Alou told TSN uh, with Peters, who was then the ice hogs head coach referring to Alou's uh, selection of hip hop music. And then he said, I'm sick of hearing this N-word fuckers other N-words in the ass stuff, end quote. He then walked out like nothing ever happened. You could hear a pin drop in the room. Everything went dead silent. I just sat down in my stall, didn't say a word. So he drops, um, Akim drops out on Twitter, causes like a huge shitstorm. All of a sudden, uh, there's tons of talk about that. Everyone's you know pissed off at bill peters now and then because then other players corroborate uh what's the word corroborate is that the right word and they right so they confirm that story and say that oh yeah that happened and you know then other people are even saying like oh yeah bill peters is like the worst piece of shit i ever played for and uh you know you kick and hit players on the bench and stuff like that and and you know, like it was starting to, people were getting more courageous, and it was, and shit was starting to to come out. And yeah. anyways, Calgary played tonight. Bill Peters wasn't behind the bench. They pulled him from the game. Had the assistant coach coach the game. Um, not technically fired, but they're launching an investigation. They the Flames say into Peters. Um, huge stories uh, these last few days about coaches and abuse and racism and hockey um it's been it's been very interesting uh tons of little shit coming out a lot of details yeah um how long ago was the peter's uh n-word situation oh that was a while ago i um that was during the that was nine or nine years ago Mm, okay so he was in the um that was in the ahl um yeah League just below the NHL, and uh, yeah, he was coaching there, and then that happened, and then you know, came out the other day that this happened, and then other stuff came out, and um, players, yeah, they confirmed, oh yeah, that def- that did happen, and then um, uh, there was another player that came out and said, oh yeah, like he kicked and punched me on the bench, and. Uh, stuff like that, and then even Rod Brendamore, who's the current coach of the Hurricanes, confirmed that it happened. Um, oh, by the way, the whole Leafs thing that was confirmed to have happened too by Babcock and Marner and others. So, so it sounds like I mean that one was one hundred percent true. This one, it sounds like it did happen as well. Oh, Actually, just tonight. Worse. Hey, 
The Peter's one's way worse. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's worse. Yeah. And uh yeah, anyways, just tonight he 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 sent out his um his statement which was actually in a a letter to the GM of the Flames Brad Tree Living and saying like his apology and everything and blah 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 and oh, it's just been it's been big. It's been uh it's been a bit of a different week in hockey, and if you even date it back to the whole Don Cherry thing, it's been a few weeks of some some stuff that you you typically don't see come out in hockey. But uh, yeah, I guess it kind of um, comes. In there's waves, probably a lot right? of that going on. Hey, yeah, it just comes in waves. Yeah, I mean, it just took like one or two people to speak up, and then um, it's mostly. It seems like it's former players. Like, if you're a current player. You don't really want to speak up because you don't want to burn bridges. You don't want to. You don't want to like. You feel you want to be a team player. Like in it's like for example in Marner's situation when when that whole thing was um was happening. He was a rookie. What do you do when the coach is pressuring you to do this thing that's gonna obviously piss everyone oh, off? Oh, he was and a rookie when uncomfortable. Um, and then just as I mean, it's tough when you're when it's when it's happening to you or if. If you're still in the game, I guess especially, and you don't want to, you just don't want to burn any bridges. Your it's your career. Um, yeah, totally. It's a bit, it's a bit easier. It's probably still not easy afterwards, but it's a bit easier when you're retired or far away from, from from where it happened originally. So that's why I guess um, started to come out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the shark. Another good news. Uh, Mm, the sharks have started to pick it up a bit, but I think they the lost. Sharks. The sharks, yes, the sharks. Uh, yeah, they've really turned it around, which doesn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> so they're they're doing pretty good. Um, they are like they, lost they, the only, they were like ten and one or nine and one or something. Yeah, yeah they, they lost the Oilers game, for sure. Six game winning streak, which is great. And yeah, they lost yeah. the Oilers. Disappointing, but you know, Oilers they're on fire right now. Oilers are doing Jumping good. The, the Stars the really turned it around. Um, they're like they've got like one loss in their last like forty games or something now. Uh, the Islanders keep on rolling. I mean, they lost yep. and they broke their seventeen game point streak or whatever, but they're rolling. Um, yeah, I guess there there's a few good things happening in hockey still. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. Uh, this whole Bill Peters situation, I think everyone thinks that he's gone for sure. He's he's fired for sure, and they're just looking. The Flames are just looking at ways to terminate his contract without having to pay him. Right. Um, and and yeah, I would say yeah, it's probably likely. I think he's he's done. And and the Flames, even though they won tonight, they overall they've been struggling this season. So it's not like they've been lighting the world on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it a little bit easier, I guess. But uh, just like. It was yeah. It's a lot to take in the last few days. Um, very juicy, very interesting. I really enjoyed the juice of it, although obviously the overall the events that occurred, you know, aren't great. They're, I mean, especially the the whole Bill Peters incident um, was pretty bad. Um, but it, very juicy as far as hockey hockey rumors, speculation, news goes. Because this is this is. Usually not NHL kind of 
yeah. kind of news. Well, you know who loves some NHL gossip is a friend of the show, John Favreau. Oh, I knew you were going to say that as soon as you said um, friend of the show, John. And then I knew I knew that you were going to say Favreau. Yes. He's a, he's a real big fan out there. Right. He's yeah. always messaging me every week, or Sharks Update. Oh, yeah. Did we have, he wanted us to talk about something, didn't he? Uh, we, we should probably wait to get him on the show. To talk oh, okay. Real, we'll wait, we'll wait on that. Big, we got a big worldwide reveal coming <laughs> soon, and this is going to be juicier than today's news. Um, it's going to be I'll big. Really, it's it's gonna it's gonna shake you to your core, kind of big. This is huge. This is bigger than Don Cherry getting fired. This is bigger than um, Justin Trudeau blackface. The Justin Trudeau blackface. It's it is it's bigger than Easter. It's it's gonna be huge. And but we gotta wait for John Favreau to get on, and he's in a whole nother world over there. So who knows when that'll be? Yeah. Johnny boy, uh, Johnny, John. we're watching you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get the hell out of here. Looking down my dog. Make me 